October 17th, 2004. The Red Sox are down to their rival Yankees in the playoffs, three games to none. No team up to this point has ever come back from that large of a deficit. And it's not looking that great either. It's in the 12th inning, and the Yankees could, in fact, put it away. But David Ortiz steps up to the plate and knocks a home run out of the park, a walk-off home run to get the Red Sox back into the playoff series, eventually pushing the Yankees to a Game 7, winning Game 7, and erasing a curse that had been around since 1918. He hit this home run. But what was his access to that home run? When did that home run become a home run, and how was he able to get to that moment? Hi, I'm Mike Harlander, and welcome to Run to the Roar podcast. I'm your host. And today we're going to talk about this access to a home run, this access to this possibility that we've sort of all fantasized about on one level or another, right? Everyone's got some version of hitting a home run in the playoffs or hitting the big shot, scoring the touchdown, making that Broadway show, winning that Emmy, that Oscar, whatever that is. Everyone's got some version of what a home run is for them. But the question is, what is our access to a home run? What was David Ortiz's access that evening to the home run? Well, I can be clear about this, and so can you. That wasn't the first time he had ever hit a home run. It wasn't the first time he had ever hit a walk-off home run, and it wasn't in his last. But he got to that moment. He got to that. How did he get to that? How did he get to that, that seminal moment in his life? Well, I can tell you, it wasn't by just casually showing up to the ballpark that day, just randomly deciding that he was going to you know, beat the rival Yankees. No, he had had many, many opportunities, many practices, many game scenarios to get to that point. So our only access to a home run, right? This, this legendary item that crosses over the outfield line and scores for our team. And whether that's your family or your relationship or your country or your company or your project, right? Our access to that home run is, is nothing other than getting some at-bats. That's all we can do. The only thing we can do to have access to our home run moment is to have at-bats. And yet, we live in a culture where, you know, having at-bats is okay as long as you hit the home run, as long as you do your job. Well, look, folks, the all-time great hitter, Ted Williams, had a 344 average. 344. That means that 65% of the time he failed to do his job and he was considered the greatest. Well, Major League Baseball is a wonderful sort of special unique place where that level of failure is okay. It's also okay in some other industries. You know, stand-up comics know. They know they're going to bomb as they get into the industry. They know that it's going to take time and practice over and over again to get to a moment, to get to a time when they have a set that they can actually make contact with the audience, where they can get the laughs, where they can get the timing right. It's at bats. It's at bats. At bats. It's constantly swinging that bat and getting ourselves in the game and taking those chances. But all too often, we're so concerned about the outcome of each pitch that we get tentative not only to not swing, but even to show up to the game because we're concerned that we might have a failure rate. Well, here's what I can tell you for sure. If it's in the beginning of whatever game or project that you're in, your failure rate is going to be high. In the project that we've taken on with the Odyssey, dude, we've got some at-bats, and they're great. But we're definitely striking out more than we're making any contact. But that's because we need the practice. There is no shortcut to whatever the goal is that you want to have if you don't take the at-bats, if you don't take the attempts, if you don't 
do the small steps and, and enjoy those failures. Enjoy the process of getting to the possibility where you could actually hit a home run. And you know, I'll be honest, when I walked into this thing, I thought, well, you know, I, I, I've got hits in my life. I've had success in sales or whatever else it is, but I'm not going to be able to just jump right back to wherever I was in other projects in this project. I'm still going to need to learn what an at-bat looks like. And I know there's all this rage and all this wonderful stuff around analytics and how analytics is going to change marketing and change sales. And I gotta be honest, it does. The feedback we've gotten from the ads that we've run, from the things we put out there, we've learned a ton from. But analytics is only as good as the data you put into it. And the more data you put into it, the more it's going to serve you. So I'm clear the analytics are gonna help you know, my wife and I to pivot and for this Odyssey project to make the adjustments it needs to make. But first it needs the at-bats. There is no uh, software that exists in the world that allows you to know the answer, to know the outcome. There is no analytics without something to analyze. So we've gotta, we've gotta take the opportunity to enjoy and embrace the idea that in the beginning, we're gonna fail. We're gonna fail a lot and we're gonna need some at-bats and we're gonna learn from those at-bats to have the access to the home run. You know, I had a, a good friend and sales manager that I worked with for a long time. And I was about 18 months into the role and I, I was frustrated because I was, I was feel like I was getting traction, but I wasn't quite popping. It wasn't quite where I wanted to be. I wasn't quite at the level of professionalism that I thought I should be at that point. I wasn't at the closing ratio that I thought I should be at at that point. And I asked him, I said, all right, look, what can I do? What is in my way? What, what do I need to do to get to you know, consistent success. And he looked at me and he said, ah, oh, it's pretty easy. He says, you need more pipeline, meaning more opportunities, more funnels. What he was telling me is I needed more at bats. And the more of those that I got, the more comfortable I got in the process. And ultimately the more successful I became. So there is no shortcut to success. The analytics and all the wonderful tools that are out there are going to help so many of us succeed. But if we're not willing to get to the plate and take those at bats, take those swings, we're going to be stuck. And I think one of the reasons this occurs for a lot of us, at least for those that maybe were born in the 70s, 80s, and 90s, right? For those of us in the kind of in the middle of our workforce and middle of those years, look, we grew up in this amazing American film industry where they invented and created this thing called the movie montage, right? I think we all remember the movie montages, especially from the 80s. And I'm just going to pick on Sylvester Stallone for just a second. You know, he had the, the Rocky series, right? And there was, you know, Rocky Four, where he was going to go over to Russia and he was going to battle the Russian and he put himself up into this cabin and, you know, he had very minimal weights and minimal structures, but he was going to get focused, right? And what we noticed is that about six minutes and 18 seconds into a song, he went from a guy that wasn't sure if he could beat Ivan Drago to a guy that was like king of the world, completely chiseled, completely ripped and ready to go. But here's the thing. We saw the six minutes and 18 seconds of the film and the song that got us all pumped up. What we didn't see was the eight, nine, 10, 11 months prior to that in which he was focused and eating right and working out on a daily basis. He did thousands upon thousands of reps before we got to see you know, the 17 or 20 that he did on the film. So the movie montage is a wonderful, creative way to skip through the hard work. It's a way to skip through the at-bats and get to where the analytics is going to take us. So I challenge all of us this week 
to find out whatever that dream is that we have, whatever our fantasy was for the big moment, the big home run, to start taking some at-bats this week. And it's all right if you strike out. That's the goal. Just start swinging it. Start swinging around. Start trying to figure out what it is that you could do to create the opportunity for yourself. And then after you've done a thousand of those, then start to look at the analytics, start to look at the feedback and find out, okay, where can I make the changes? Where can the feedback I'm getting promote me and push me to the next level? So this week's folks, in the honor of the start of the Major League Baseball season, let's all get out there for the next couple weeks and take some serious at-bats. And uh, until then, enjoy your few weeks and run to the roar and have a great day.